This is the Impossible Things Podcast. Here are three average guys discussing the impossible. Jesse Human, Jimmy Donahue, and your host, Kyle Cole. Welcome back to the Impossible Things Podcast. It is me, Kyle, not in China. Hooray, you're here. It's me, Jesse. I'm with Jesse. All right. We still have, uh, we still have no uh, Jimmy. We just can't get all three of us in one place. No, I know. I'm not going there. He's not coming here. Sounds like a season four problem. We're at an impasse. Mm, indeed. It's impossible for season three to have all three of us. Yeah, I guess it is. But I, I think it's very probable that season four will have all three of us. Hope so. Yes. Hope so. When is season four, by the way? Um. What's our delineation, our timeline? Well, I, I mean, I think like like mo- like most good things in entertainment, if you can call this entertaining, uh, maybe we'll take a short break in the summer, air some of our favorite old episodes since we have a backlog now of... Uh, I guess it's not a backlog. Since we have a, a solid history of episodes, maybe we can each of us pick one of our uh, our each of us can pick one of our uh, individual favorite episodes. We'll air all three of those and we'll do a review on the three of those. That sounds kind of fun. Yeah, I like. How's that, that for an instant? August instant looks pretty idea. open according to the, the schedule we've got here. That is true. Yeah, so that I, could be. This could really work out. Plus, I th- I'll be traveling in August. Perfect. I, I actually so will I, but. There, yeah, I think we could do this. All I think right. we could make this happen. I like it. I'm pretty excited about it. That's that um, sounds like a good idea. I like it. So, uh, how have you been in the last month? Been well. Been well. Yeah. Any updates from you? Uh, China's still there. It's okay. still very present. Uh-huh. Uh, the project that Jimmy and I are working on is moving along and should be completed, or our work should be completed in in due time. Ah, I'm so glad to hear it. Yes, me too. Uh, what, what have you been up to since uh, me and Jimmy have been away? I just, you know, daily grind. I go to work, and I get a break, and then I come home, and I get the kids. Ah, yes. Uh, yesterday, when I got home, Becky, my wife, had to run an errand right away. Yes. And it was about bath time, so I figured, what the heck? I'm going to put them both in. Yeah. Both little baby girls. Well, one's not a baby. So three three years old and 10 months old. Yeah. Months old. How'd that go for you? Uh, I won't be trying that again soon. Yeah. <laughs> a handful. It, it was it was really really fun. Yeah, for all of you. Except the cleanup was not very very uh, fun. <laughs> was this in the Was this in the new bathroom? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. boy. There was water everywhere. Oh. It was a, a test. We'll see how my work holds up. I'm sure. I'm sure it's strong. I hope so. I think I think it is. <laughs> it was put through its paces. Yeah. Indeed. So, uh, last the last couple of topics that we we did that you and I weren't together for, calling that maybe normal for now, pseudo normal, is that you did uh, the first part of Batman on your own. That's right. Where you talked about Batman's vigilantism. Is that a word? Vigilantism. That's what I was saying. Uh, sure. I think it's a word. It is. It is today. You. Everybody here knows what I mean, and everybody mm-hmm. out there in internet land knows what I mean. See, I don't think it's vigilantism. No, that's too many syllables. I think it's vigilantism. I'm there. I'm with you. That was a pretty good episode, man. A lot of a lot of feedback from people saying that y- you held it together for having to do it by yourself. That is not my forte, so <laughs> I'm very appreciative of that of that uh, feedback. And then uh, Jimmy and I, as was previously noted, Jimmy and I met up. Uh, horrible sound quality, but Jimmy and I met up and did Bigfoot. Got got some pretty good content and good good conversation out yeah, of that. That's so too. That was really entertaining to hear you guys. It was nice. It was nice to have Jimmy back in the mix for a longer than a five minute episode. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I was really happy about that. Miss Jimmy. Yeah, seriously, it'll be it'll reminded be. about that very much when I was listening. Yeah, me too. When we were recording it, I was I was reminded of that as well. The amount of random facts that he knows. And somehow. yeah, seriously, 
I don't know. I don't know what, where where he finds the time to read any of the things that he reads, but he knows some strange stuff. He really does. <laughs> Goodness. But I, yeah, I thought you guys did a good job on that. Thank you. And we, yeah, really like came. I said, a lot of a lot of uh, fell into my trap though. We completely. We, oh goodness. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I at least said something out loud about it, though. Yeah, yeah, you did. But you did. Uh, I mean, it was a little, it was a little too one-sided. That was very one-sided. But the, you know, I did you hear my pre, my post view, my review? Your review? Yeah, I did. Your overview uh, review. I think I mentioned view. in there. Maybe I, I thought about it more than I said it. But the, for me, the burden of proof with Bigfoot lies with the, the provers, those, those who claim to have seen so it's funny i've been want thinking to prove that it does exist yeah i but, but i've been thinking about precisely that phrase the burden of proof yeah and especially with with the political landscape we are currently facing mm-hmm. um i i was able to insert that phrase into my into my conversation with somebody about the said political landscape yeah and i was saying how much that phrase frustrates me and then i was reminded of that you had said that in the episode and I was thinking that I don't know if it's really a burden to prove it. If I, if I'm inclined to prove it, I I right. I would if I'm inclined to prove it or disprove it, I would think that <clears throat> yes, it's just as easy to say nobody's seen it before. My retort to that would be that giant squid or the snow leopard or yeah. I mean, well, don't you think the same applies? If I said no, nah, there's no giant squid. You said there was. Am I, am I burdened with the? Uh, the task of going to every inch of the sea and proving that it's not no. there. No, 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 yeah. I, and th- that's the thing is like, but I, I think, I think mostly my the the thing I'm taking issue with is just that I don't know if it's a burden as much as it is just the okay. the way things are. That's fair. Is that if I really care about that's convincing fair. you, then I need to provide you some evidence, whether so, that be going out and getting a giant mm-hmm. squid myself, or in this case, going out and getting finding Bigfoot, taking the picture myself, dragging you out to the forests of yeah. Washington, yeah. or whatnot. And trying to make a good, solid, personal try to to prove this to you, mm-hmm. or I just need to not care that you don't believe me. Yeah. Well, there's. I mean, there's. I'm trying to think of an example. The one that's always used is the Eiffel Tower, but I'm assuming you have seen the Eiffel Tower. I have. So you know that it's there. I do. If you could tell me that it's there, I, I could. I could not. Believe I could show you. you a picture of me in front of it. I could still not believe you. I could uh, discredit your evidence all day long. Completely. Photoshop is a beautiful thing. I could. I could 100% deny. The existence of the Eiffel Tower. So I'm either left with dragging you to Paris, yeah. out to the Eiffel Tower, or not giving a crap that you don't believe me. Yep. And that's that's what I mean by like I I don't find it burdensome to just mm-hmm. not care. Yeah. But I can see I can see why the phrase is there is that I I am reliant on having to take you there because there's no way for you to take me to a place and say this is where it should be and it's not here. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's no obligation on your part to prove me wrong right so i mean i get the phrase it's just frustrating to me because it's like it's really not a burden you either care or you don't care and if you care then make it happen i think it's a legal phrase and that's you know old language used to have a little bit different connotations completely so maybe it's not a a true burden if you don't choose to accept it in the modern sense of the word burden but i mean i I get your criticism right yeah no i I, I certainly responsibility of proof sure that 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 I would take. Okay. That I would take. I, I certainly wasn't taking uh, any issue with you directly yeah. about using the phrase in proper context. I got what you meant. It just made me realize how much I really hate the phrase in general. Just because it's like, why should somebody who strongly believes in something yeah. hate to prove it? Yeah. Or be have a hardship to prove it? Exactly. It might be difficult, but it'd be worth it. Well, or you just don't care. Should we move on? No, we should move on. Will you indulge me in a little uh, Impossible Things podcast theater? Sure. Before we do? Yeah, yes. 
Yes. Okay. I've got a script here. Oh, <sighs> this is great. Would you like to play the part of Alan or Jackie? Oh, let's see here. Hmm. I will Jackie this. All right. I'll be Alan. Okay. English accent, since this is the Monty Python skit. Oh, if you if you want to do that, just remember, you commit to what you start. Okay. Well, I'm not going to join you in whatever uh, British accent you may attempt. Uh, I'm going to skip it. Okay. That's fine. This week on How to Do It, we're going to show you how to play the flute, how to split an atom, how to construct a box girder bridge, how to irrigate the Sahara Desert and make vast areas of land cultivatable. But first, here's Jackie to tell you all how to rid the world of all known diseases. Hello, Alan. Hello, Jackie. Well, first of all, become a doctor, discover a marvelous cure for something, and then when the medical profession really starts to take notice of you, you can jolly well tell them what to do and make sure they get everything right so there'll never be any diseases ever again. Oh, thanks, Jackie. Great idea. How to play the flute. Well, here we are. You blow in here and you move your fingers up and down here. Scene. Scene. <laughs> That's funny. There's more to the skin. If, you, if you're so inclined, it's uh, only about three minutes long. It's on YouTube. So what's, what's the relevance in regards to today's topic? Uh, we were discussing uh, getting rid of disease. Funny enough, getting rid of disease. Uh-huh. That actually, uh, they're something I always love. Yeah. Uh, I, well, let's not say I love it. I, lo- I don't love exactly what it is, but just the, the fact that it exists is the semantics of things. Yeah. Yep, and yep. so there really is no... You can't call it getting rid of disease. Mm. You can't call it extincting disease. It has to be eradication of a disease. Okay. As in it was eradication being like somebody actively went in, screwed with somebody or something, went actively in and screwed with something to make it go away entirely. Not not evolved, not moved along, oh, I not see suppressed. Going. It's gone. Yeah. Eradication, not extinction, didn't die. It's gone. It was removed. So that, at least my research had turned that there is a very big difference between, and I'll post the article I saw this in, because it's a very lengthy interpretation okay. of the two, but All right. All that's right. certainly, that is what I found. Is this the uh, Actually, you know what disease I said, eradication? It's a, it's on Wikipedia. I'll read, I'll read you the, 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 quick, okay. the, the quick difference. Eradication is the reduction of, a, reduction of an infectious disease's prevalence in the global host population to zero. It is sometimes confused with elimination, which describes either the reduction of infectious diseases prevalence in a regional population to zero or the reduction of global prevalence to a negligible amount. Further confusion arises from the use of the term eradication to refer to the total removal of a given pathogen from an individual, particularly in the context of HIV and certain other viruses where cures are sought. I see. Does it... Does that match up with my my synopsis of what, what it meant? The difference between the two is? It looks like, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, eradication is that it's removed from being an issue. It's not eliminated. That's, I we, guess, my point. Are we talking within an individual? Or are uh, we still talking within question. a, a uh, population? That's a valid question. Uh, I, I feel like it said something in there. Maybe I had zoned. Uh, it was just talking about being, like, it, eradicating would be, oh, like, if, if it kills humans and you remove it from all humans on Earth, but it's still, like, in monkeys but doesn't kill the monkeys, then you have not you have not eliminated the mm. disease. You've eradicated the disease from humans. Yeah. So I guess there's, like, a contextual dependency that... Right. It says... Okay, I get it. It says yeah. further confusion arises from the use of the term to refer... Okay, from an individual. Correct. So it's, it's used for both, and it's confusing because it's used for both. That's completely Makes sense? Correct. Yeah. So we'd originally titled it extincting disease, but... I mean, I'll take your criticism. That's not exactly the right word. Interestingly enough, though, I have other research that kind of supports an extinction of a disease. Uh, it may may it depend on the type of disease. Yes, completely. It cool. completely depends on the type of disease. Although, awesome. If we're using that as context, then there's only two that have ever been fully extincted, eradicated, okay. eliminated. Okay. 
Anyway, let's we'll we'll get to it. I'm sure we will. We will. There's lots to get to, as we mentioned. So, uh, it, as as is noted here in our notes, there are problems def- problems with defining it this way. So, yeah, what do we mean by disease? Uh, the best definition that I stumbled across was from uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. Uh huh. And it's this is very broad. I don't think we're talking this broadly, but it says any deviation from normal form or function. Yes, it's referring to a human body. Hmm. You know, Person, okay. A person. Uh, but that that includes injuries. Yeah, really, like a broken bone would be considered birth defects. a disease. Yeah. In that context. Being fat. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't think we're talking about those kinds of things. No, I, I, I think we both took it the same way when we came up, or when, when you came up with the topic, rather, and mm. put it on the list, was that when we say disease, we mean like, is there a way to get rid of the common cold? That's that's probably the most common thought yeah. people have. Is there a way to eliminate the cold? I think when we talk about when we reference this subject, where everyone thinks communicable disease. Yeah, regardless of viruses. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Regardless of form of communication of the disease. Right. 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 Um, so that's that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about like in this in this particular episode of what we're talking mm. about. We're not talking about getting rid of. Uh, all disease and all creatures all the time. We'd be here forever. This would be an endless discussion. We could do an entire podcast themed yeah. on that. Yep. Uh, we're talking, I think we're talking mostly in the context of just disease, human disease, like smallpox mm-hmm. or the bubonic plague, yep. things like that, yeah, yeah. which are actually really, really good examples <laughs> leading, leading further into, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, like there, there's some, I, maybe to give it further definition, further pop culture definition, there are a couple movies that have come out Related to this, yeah, yeah, only a few. There's only like two. Uh, there was well, okay. I there's think, like thousands. I think there might be more. Still, <laughs> I mean, I Am Legend is essentially about a virus. That's true. There was a lot of zombie movies that I didn't put down here, but I, I think it's a given that most zombie movies are caused by some sort of yeah disease, whether That's it be right. human human created or yeah. or just there. Yeah. Anyway, so you gave two examples. <clears throat> I haven't seen either of these, but I, I knew I haven't either. I it's not my favorite them. genre. They're, the one that I have seen, so the the ones we have written down were Contagion from 2011 and Outbreak, 1995. But the one I had seen that I thought of later was uh, M. Night Shyamalan, where the trees were infecting everybody with an intense desire to off themselves. Oh. Have you seen that? No. That's Mark Wahlberg. Oh, of course. Because why not? Uh, I cannot think of the name. The Happening? The happening? Uh, here, I'll, I'll check it for you really right. quick as you move along in your discussion. That was, that was pretty interesting. That was Airborne. An airborne uh, virus or something, people would breathe in, and then they would they would just uh, go off the handle and want to hang themselves or cut their own throat. Oh goodness! That was a little sounds, graphic. Sounds intense. The happening. The happening. Ah, I was right. How about that? Wow. Yeah. Zoe Deschanel, John Leguizamo. That's right. And Mark Wahlberg, as you had noted. Uh huh. Crazy. That I mean, was good. Almost literally. It was good. Um. So that being said. Like, I mean, I guess that being that we are talking about impossible things here, and yet I've already hinted, spoiler alerted, at that we have pretty clearly gotten rid of two diseases, uh-huh. only only conclusively two, um, at least with the research I found. Like I said, there's a very semantic difference between a diminishing disease or an evolved disease mm-hmm. and ones that we've actually gotten rid of and conclusively said they're gone. So yeah. looks like your research turned the same thing mine did. Okay. Smallpox has been declared dead since 1979. Yeah. But always there's always a but. There's always a but. So, you 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 have an article here which is not the same article I found, but okay. has yeah. a lot of similar points. So, sure why don't you is. cover yours first? I'm sure it's been well documented. Oh, completely. So, how did we get rid of smallpox? 
Uh, it was certain aspects of smallpox made it uh, a, a good target for eradication. Yeah, completely. Uh, it's there's no incubation period, and mm-hmm. it doesn't exist anywhere in animals. Right. So, like your uh, your example earlier, mm-hmm. and once we remove it from all humans, yeah, it's not the the virus isn't floating around in in pigs or something someplace or, or monkeys birds or monkeys or mosquitoes, yeah. which is ten, tends to be how yeah. the di- the diseases are communicated. Yeah. So, and also once it infects a, a person, a host, it's uh-huh. immediately impactful. Right. And so you can. Uh, I mean, I mean, you get it. There's no incubation. As soon as you get it, you have symptoms. Right. So you can identify cases immediately. So they use the, what was it? Ring vaccination is, is the term that was used in my research. Okay, ring vaccination. There was, the, the article I found had, uh, oh, geez. So here, I'll read this. I'll read this here. while you're looking for yours. Yeah. So the reason that smallpox was an easy easy candidate, other than the reasons Jesse just named, that it's it's only only... Uh, harmful in humans and it can't be carried by any other species is that once it's identified, as we noted, it is quickly identifiable. The uh, doctors in the medical community would do something called uh, ring vaccination. Yeah, surveillance which is, and containment is what is the phrase they use. Ah, which is essentially the same thing. Yeah, correct. So what they do is that the second they track down a patient that has contracted smallpox and is visible, they find everybody and they can relatively quickly find everybody that's been in contact with them and inoculate them immediately. Yeah, because the, the incubation time is so, so short. Right. Who did you see today? Exactly. Yeah. And then go and give all of those people the vaccine. Yeah, that way it doesn't spread. It just... Right. It, it can't spread because everybody else is... Mm-hmm. It, it would lie dormant in and die uh, because it can't incubate because they're already inoculated. So uh, being, being that that is the way that they handled it the last known case of wild smallpox occurred in Somalia in 1977. Yeah. And nobody's seen it since. So that's, like I said, like we've been saying, there are only two that anybody has ever said are have been successfully eradicated. One one for humans, which is smallpox. The other one... I was on a, a, a blog mm-hmm. or something. They were talking about, oh, it's so great. Smallpox has been eradicated and somebody posted, oh yeah, then why do I have it? Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to think. I hate to poo-poo someone if they actually did have it, but right. I think there's a there's a very small, slight percentage of of cases reported, but it's uh-huh. still considered eradicated because it's not. Well, I, it's not I, as was noted in the in the definition, was mm-hmm. uh, a negligible amount. Negligible, yeah. Globally, yeah. So the other so the other one that's been eradicated uh, it mostly affected animals, livestock, namely, which is called rinderpest. Okay. I didn't do a lot of research on that because I don't. I didn't feel like it was really in the yeah. It's not in, in the vein of what we're scope. talking about. No pun right. intended. Hey. hey. Um. So those are the only two going forward, at least in our discussion. Those are the only two that have ever actually been labeled as eradicated. Um. Although, as as your note, it's like we did the same research yeah. separately. So there was a big plague. It was black. It was dark. It killed a lot of people. <laughs> that's, that's right. It almost wiped us off the face of Asia. I mean Europe. Not Asia. All of the above. There you go. Europe, Asia, Africa. Africa. Oh, yeah. Almost Everybody. wiped us out the face of the planet. Yeah. What deal. was that plague? Big freaking deal. The bubonic plague. The bubonic plague. Black death. Black death. So this is where you've decided to define the difference between bacteria ah, yes. and a virus. Very good distinction. Which will be relevant Very as relevant. we go forward this month. Very. Uh, bacteria cellular, has a cellular structure. Um, actually, not all bacteria are bad. They're mostly good. We have a lot of bacteria living inside us. Completely. Uh, the flora in our stomachs and such. Yes, Bacteria yes. is good, generally. Uh, there, It's a symbiotic type of relationship we have back with bacteria. But there are some who, for their own survival, take from us too much. Right. And uh, Such as? Let's see. Did I have any examples? The here? plague? The plague is a good one. 
the bacteria called Yersinia pestis. That sounds so nice, doesn't it? It does. It really sounds, it sounds pleasant. Uh, okay. So did... Uh, so Yersinia pestis. Yeah. Is the, it, that, is, that is the black plague. That's right? the name of the, the, of the bacteria that right. causes black plague, right? With most bacteria, antibiotics take care of of it just kills it off. Right. Take an antibiotic, kills the bacteria. Which we'll we'll cover a lot solved, more. Right. Cover a lot more of that in the antibiotics episode, which yeah. is next. Antibiotics next. Not as simple as you may think. No, not even as we will talk about. I think in detail in the next episode. Detail. However, antibiotics. So in regards to the Black Plague, did in the 1300s did they have antibiotics? No, I don't think so. So do you know how? It, did you find in your research how we did actually how how we got rid of it? Did we get rid of it? We did not get rid of no, it. That it, is key here. It killed off it, itself. Basically, it was too powerful, too deadly. Too the black de- yep. black death was simply too deadly to persist. Yeah, it uh, killed its host too quickly to spread to continue spreading. Right. Oh, I read a description of what of how a flea gives it to a person. Did you yeah. read that? No, we read the oh same my article. Gosh. It looks like this is the only article Disgusting. we had the same of. Please don't mention it. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> you can it, post the article. People even can the it. next sentence after that says that was pretty gross, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yes, it was. That's really gross. So, uh, what, so what? What the summary of the the these articles that I'm will post both of them. Yeah. Um, yeah or yeah. at least we'll post everything. We'll post everything we found. But the, this article in particular says that the virus ended up evolving to not kill its host as fast, so right. that it could be communicated more widespread. So there's a modern strain of. Of, plague out of there. the bubonic plague, Scary. and granted, there are a lot of. You look at history, and history will say that the way we humans got rid of the black plague is mm. by solving the sewage problems uh, and uh, rat problems and all those other things. Yeah. And while that, while those, I'm sure, may have contributed, as ma- as many episodes of Freakonomics have taught us, that is not the only thing that happened. Many contributing <sighs> factors made the diminishing yeah. results of the black plague. Yep. However, it never really, really went away. And the, no. this article in particular says the same thing happened with the Spanish flu, in quotes, Spanish flu yeah. virus. Yeah, it evolved into the... Uh, it evolved into the exact same strain of the flu pandemic that happened in 2009. That's right, yeah. I think we did read the same article, I, or at least I, they had the same source. Or at the very material. least, I maybe I read one of your articles. That's, That's the problem with sharing a repository of articles. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't realize if I clipped it, it myself problem. or if you clipped it. Well, no, it's actually... It's, it's very, great. This is a, a great, solution. I love this tool that we're using. Indeed. This Evernote. I'll say it. Oh, I'm not afraid. Shameless plug for them. <laughs> so that was free. Ah, yeah. Okay, so you mentioned stop offering this stuff for free. A little tangent. Yes, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, please. You mentioned uh, humans cleaning cleaning up their waste. their cities, their waste. Yes, and the rats and the stuffs. So interesting side effect. Uh, tuberculosis. You do any findings on tuberculosis? Um. Yes. Consumption. Uh. You know what? No findings in research. Just in real life. Oh no. I recently know somebody who has contracted tuberculosis. Oh well. In the great state of California. Oh no. Already dealt with. Okay. Good. No. No epidemic. Ring no vaccinations. Yeah, right. Well, I I was vaccinated before I went on my trip. Let me tell yeah. you that. And most people. Most people have been so. Anyway, that's not where you're going with this. My only no. research has been real life. So I think we, what did you we find? may circle back to vaccinations at some point if I if we really want to if I really want to <laughs> stick my hand in a bear trap, I will gladly de- debate slash discuss we, vaccinations. We haven't avoided bear traps entirely in the past. I'd rather do an impossibility on keeping your hand after putting it in a bear trap than uh. do a vaccine episode. But regardless, well, I've got an opinion. 
Of course, maybe maybe we all have opinions. Maybe I'll keep do, it to myself. Do we want to share them with the world? Probably not today. So, so tuberculosis. Okay, so tuberculosis uh, in eighteen eighty something or other. Eighteen eighty two. Was it? It was a solid year. A good vintage. Robert Koch uh, yep. discovered germ theory. Okay. Yes. So okay. So he discovered germs. It took a while for that to catch on. Once it did. Uh, consumption slash tuberculosis was a huge, huge, big deal. A lot of people got sick and died from it. Yes. And it was terrible. Agreed. Uh, so once everybody, once it became known that germs were the cause and that you could just keep clean and solve the problem, problem solved, Yeah. Uh, there, was, there was massive public health campaigns to, to clean up, to wash your hands, keep your living areas clean and tidy, germ-free. Yeah. Uh, tuberculosis cases plummeted in big cities yep which is good i'm sure a lot of disease plummeted in many mm-hmm. areas but yeah. focusing on the issue at the time that was around you know the early 1900s 19 turn of the last 10, century turn of the last century sure what what can, can you think of anything significant about 1916 1916 uh, 1916 was the massive huge outbreak of polio oh yes yeah 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 there were others that was that was maybe the first huge big one yeah. I mean, it's an old disease and it had it had taken a lot of lives How previously. How silly of me to not have not, not have remembered a article I clipped from the World Health Organization uh, regarding the polio initiative. So, how was polio spread and contracted? See, it didn't cover any of that. It just covered the, the uh-huh. it, I all I have is the mission statement of this particular global polio eradication initiative. Okay. It's, and and there's we're a couple poll quotes. We're close, are we not? That's precisely, that's the only part of the research I have, so I'll tell you now, since you said we're close. Yeah. Uh, the, the global incident of polio has decreased 99% mm. since 1988, and an estimated 10 million people today are walking who would otherwise have been paralyzed by the disease. Now the task remains to track tackle polio in its last few strongholds and get rid of the 1% of polio cases. Yeah. So that I found, uh, where was the bummer? There was, actually had a list of the last, like, 10 cases that were, or 10, the last handful of cases that were reported in 2015. Yeah. Oh, no, never mind. That was something else. That was, there's another smaller, smaller known disease that is on the verge of eradication. Only nice. 22 were, cases were reported last year. All right. Not polio, though. Okay. Polio, polio still is a 1% attack yeah. and contraction. In the West, it's it's a lot lower. I think the, they're all, they're the all strongholds in Africa. Are, Everything's in Africa. Uh, is it India? I think, I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. Polio, India for you? Okay. Yeah. The rest of these I found were all African. Okay, maybe countries. Africa. No, 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 no. Go, go. What they discovered eventually in the 60s, because uh, polio is, is a huge big deal for a long time, mm-hmm. and there was... <clears throat> There was it was uh, there was ups and downs and there was it usually incubated in summer yeah. so there was like polio seasons and some weren't as bad you know 1916 was a real bad summer for polio yeah and then 1917 wasn't too bad so people thought okay well I guess it's gone everything's fine yeah and then you know over the years there was more then FDR got it kind of and he couldn't walk anymore and there right. was a, a public face to the disease and a, right. a massive campaign to fund research and rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, during his presidency and after. Uh, eventually, they discovered that it is passed through intestinal waste. Interesting. Poop. The poop? The poop. So kids were going in water where there was... Poop. Poop. And they were getting it. So it would enter It would enter your mouth and into your... your uh, digestive tract. Digestive tract. Yeah. And that's how it was infected. At first, they thought it was airborne. People were breathing it in, and that was affecting the nervous system. Because of the paralysis associated right, right, with yeah. it. Right, yeah. That makes, that makes but, sense. You could follow that. Yeah. Logically. Yeah, definitely. But it was actually, it was communicated a different way. Orally ingested. So what they what they hypothesize is that how come before 1916, kids hardly never got it? 
Interesting. So what they thought was, uh, so the the virus, the uh, vaccination is a small little. What we know about vaccinations in general, right? We all know this is a little tiny bit of the of the infection. Right. Your body learns to fight it off. It yeah. builds up antibodies, and then you you have your precisely how vaccines work in general. Yeah. Okay. So and the polio vaccine is no different. Right. So what they what they figured out was that kids were getting a vaccine, a natural vaccine, back in the day. You know, oh. in the 1800s, 1700s. Interesting. So they would have their... When a baby nurses from its mother's milk, it gets a lot of the mother's antibodies. Yeah. And a lot... And a very heightened immune system. Right. So nursing babies are supposed to get le- sick less. Right. So they would... The virus was around... Was it a virus or bacteria for this one? I don't think it's a virus, if I remember right. Yeah. Whatever. The disease was around. Right. We'll call it that. Uh, it's always... It was always around. So kids would get it in their mouth and it would go and they would they would nurse their mother's milk and then they would develop an immunity right as as infants. Yeah. Makes and enough they, sense. But in the attempt at oh. eradicating tuberculosis. Yeah. You see where I'm going with this? I do. They cleaned up everybody cleaned up stuff and babies weren't getting that little bit of So I'm gonna tangent off your tangent here. Okay. This so is great. How often do you you get I mean, you as we noted before we started, which nobody in Radio Land here would have heard this conversation, but uh, you kind of have a cold, right? I do. How often do you have a debilitating cold? Uh, rarely. No. Rarely. Uh, I've had it, but... Yeah, yeah no, me, me as well, but debilitating, where you, like, can't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. But you know people in your immediate circle who, like, a cold knocks them on their butt, right? Yeah. After my brain surgery, I was one of those. Well, you, naturally, you're, I mean, you're, your immune system was still yeah. fighting off cancerous cells presumably not cancerous but sorry yeah. Not, yeah. i mean the same yeah, what, the abnormality in your in your body yeah so it was already focused on something else couldn't fight off something as simple as a cold mm-hmm. which is typically i completely i'm throwing a wag at this but I, I think that's normally what kills people with hiv it isn't hiv right. itself it's, it's an immune fact, deficiency right yeah. they can't fight off something as basic as pneumonia or a cold or well something as semi-basic or mm-hmm. treatable as pneumonia or a cold and that's mm-hmm. inevitably how they're done in right so the theory uh Antibacterial soap, uh, not a great thing to use all the time. Yeah. Your body never gets exposed to, to certain bacterial, right. like mild bacteria, and oh. therefore your body never learns to fight it. So you get sick with a cold a whole lot more often, or at least it is more harmful to you than it is to most people. And that is my theory. That is my tangent on uh, antibacterial soap, not a good thing to have in your house, yeah. not a good thing to use. And and it goes down your drain into the ocean and that's not great either. Exactly, because then nothing else downstream learns how to fight that bacterial yep. infection. Plus, there's good bacteria. And Absolutely, you're, you're killing off that. Well, and that and some of that bacteria kills off bad bacteria. So, right, bad all around for everybody. Yep. Antibacterial soap. I'm anti antibacterial soap. Well said. That's my tangent to well your tangent. Well said. I like it. I like it. So, uh, I did want to cover one more thing. Is that like most oh, people? Most people when they well, meh, this is. Again, I'm just making wild guesses here, but uh, I, I believe that when the reason we want this kind of thing to be possible, other than the obvious reasons of, hey, it would be really great if people didn't die from dumb stuff so often. Yeah, preventable. It completely. Is that there's a couple of annoying viruses or <clears throat> infections that really just annoy people. Mm-hmm. The common cold is one. Mm-hmm. And the flu is another one. Flu is one now, yeah, but yeah, so, as we mentioned. The, so I, I'm sure everybody's heard the, like, oh, well, the flu shot gets modified every year, and it's really just the most, the most what, what the medical guess, community right? surmises is going to be the most contracted version of the flu, and that's what they put in the shot, and that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, the reason they have to do that is because the flu, the flu virus, 
I guess, if you can call it that. It is, yeah, flu virus. Yeah. It mutates itself. That's what viruses rapidly. do. Rapidly. Yep. The flu in particular that's very another, rapidly. That's another huge distinction between a virus and a bacteria. Oh, is that a bacteria is, is what it is and uh, a virus changes? I mean, there's, there's change, but I think the sort of pulling this out of my butt, but I think the, uh, the lifespan may be longer hmm. for bacteria, so it's not reproducing the same. Right. Rate. That makes enough sense. I don't know. Someone call BS on me. If... Yeah, well, they'd have to email us or post a comment to Facebook. We'll get to that later, too. Sometimes I just throw things out there hoping that someone will... Like Greg. Yeah, no, goodness. Oh, it, man, that was great. You know what we really need? We really need like a nurse or somebody in the medical community to just wave a stick at us and say, you're wrong. Or, you know, gently correct our errors. I would rather gently correct. <laughs> this is about information, nonetheless. Yeah, but. I think we attract more of the uh, gentle correctors. Thank Since we're not we're not really the ranting type. Well, I we are the ranting type. I just don't do it here. You're not angry, angry ranting on the eh, show. On the show, you're right. So, how often do you figure um, the flu mutates? Like, what what do you think the frequency on the mutation oh, is? Oh, jeez, monthly. Eight hours. Oh yes. <laughs> after it's contracted, after it's contracted, eight hours. Cool. And Great. your body your body does it at about the same rate. So if they are off sync from each other, you can keep the flu for a week, a day. A month, yeah, an hour. Who knows? Yeah, pretty interesting though. So is our. Oh, I'm formulating a thought here. Okay. Uh, our our demise as a as a species. Yeah. Is that going to be at the hands of a viruses of viruses? Are viruses the next stage in evolution? Are they the most? So we we always tout our own ability as as a human species, Homo sapiens sapiens. Yeah. To uh, overcome obstacles and survive at Adversity. all costs. Yes. Yeah. Um. To the point where. Uh, sickle cell, sickle cell anemia. Yeah, familiar with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where I'm going? Yep. Uh, certain certain races of people who are descended from Mediterranean, yeah, from the Mediterranean area climate, mm-hmm. such as myself, uh, have are carriers for sickle cell anemia. And what that means is, if you get malaria, right, you just shrivel up and die. Right. It affects you much more than, and that is to protect the herd, shall we say, the yeah. tribe. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's an attempt at at uh, survival. For the species at right. the cost of the individual. Yes. Uh, so we tout our our species our species uh, survival ability, mm-hmm. but are viruses even more? Because we are actively attacking viruses. Well, and that I mean, like, the, and they're the, just they're just mutating. The particular poll quote in regards to the flu in the flu specifically is that this this interview this is an NPR article. Mm-hmm. You should be very proud of that. Sure. Um, interviewed a man named Nope, not a man. Wow, glad I looked that up. A it woman named Sarah, Sarah Kobe, okay. uh, who is a computational biologist at the University of Chicago. What a title. Mm. So she says the flu is constantly outrunning the immune system, and yeah. that's one of the reasons why she surmises uh, that we will not rid, we will not get rid of the flu anytime no. soon, if no, ever. No, that's right. And, so, and the flu will not get rid of us because, as we've seen... With plague, yeah, it, that's not beneficial to a, a disease. No, it's a still a, it's still a relatively alive organism, mm-hmm. not a thinking one, but yeah, bacteria more so than well. Well, I completely. mean, viruses are micro microbio microbial it's, it's an, microbial. It's an, it's an organism. It's still an organism. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, like it it survival isn't a goal of its, but it's that's just natural progression of any living thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't born. I wasn't. I'm not born to die. I mean, I'm going to die, but well. <laughs> I mean, my, that's a philosophical my, discussion. <laughs> my, that's not what I. That's not how I meant to it to come out. No, yeah, well, uh, I'm naturally. not. I'm not here for my own demise. For yeah. the for the purpose of my demise, I want to perpetuate myself. Absolutely, legacy. Don't we all? Yeah, I think so. 
I, I mean, like it's a pride. I think like, it's somewhat of a pride thing and an emotional thing for humans. But yeah. like the virus, it's just survival of survival, of, right. of the actual species. Right. I mean, the same thing came up in a little abstract, but same thing came up in the uh, Batman episode Completely. ramblings that I did. The 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 goal of government is to survive as yeah. government. And oh yeah, yeah. So it's this isn't just biological, social too. Right. I mean, it's completely. It's a, it's a vast truth. So, do we ever think that it will be possible? I mean, like we we've talked about how only two, all this history of humankind, and there only two have been eradicated, and one didn't even really affect us. Mm-hmm. Do we ever think that this will be possible on some sort of calculatable scale? Oh, that it's like, well, we have a process on how to get rid of smallpox. Let's apply that process to all these other diseases, and we'll be able to eradicate them as well. Oh, it's so much harder. I mean, as we covered when we were discussing smallpox. I mean, the HIV. You can yeah. have that for a long time and not mm-hmm. know about it and be passing it. Yeah, completely. And then um, nobody knows who has what. But if there was a vaccine yeah. for HIV that we, we conclusively found a way to use the body as a, the human body as an algorithm to process white blood cells to uh-huh. kill off HIV, uh-huh. do you think that'll ever be possible? I mean, yeah, maybe one one at a time. But I mean, the cross I mean, isn't species, that what causes the uh, the zombie apocalypse, though? A uh, vaccine assuming, that cures cancer? <laughs> assuming the. <laughs> I swear every movie starts that true. way. We're talking about zombies. We go did back, talk go about, back no. in the archive. No, we did talk about Check zombies. that one out. That was a good one. Maybe we'll repost that in August. Yeah, right. Oh, man. Solid, solid plan. There we go. That uh, could be very relative to this. But do you think it'll be possible? I, I, not everything. No, I don't think it'll be. No, it's impossible. I don't think there's We're stuck any, with it. Yeah. I don't think there's any way. I think as we evo- call it evolution, as we evolve yeah, it is. against the, 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 the challenges of bacteria, bacterial infections and viral infections, I think that they will also evolve to continue to survive. Oh, absolutely. Like any organism does. Yep. Without and a doubt. I, I doubt that the, I mean, short of us going to Mars or something where maybe these diseases don't exist. No, and, and that's presuming that no other diseases that affect humans exist there. Yeah. Short of that, I don't think that there's a way for us to get rid of yeah. them. And I mean, even still, we'd be sending spacecraft up there with carry, like carrying yeah. some sort of bacterial, virusal, vi- viral mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't think we'll ever get rid of it, personally. No, probably not. Uh, the the three reasons that that other diseases besides smallpox are yeah. going to be here for a while are uh, the latent the latent period. Yeah. So the two examples that I had found were of of diseases with latent periods, and obviously there's a lot. Yeah. But herpes and strep streptococcus strep 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 throat. Yeah. That causes it causes it's the you know strep the stuff. There's more streps than strep throat, but yes. Yes, same yeah, thing yeah. applies. No, no, so no, you can have it for a while and not not know about and it, you not display symptoms. Can't have passed it to. And you can pass it to everybody. So the other one is the antigen antigenic shift. Sure. I'm blaming my cold for stumbling over these words. I normally wouldn't stumble over. That's fair. Antigenic shift. Uh, the flu has this, where it, like we just discussed at length, it mutates. Mm. Yep. Frequently. Frequently. At a period greater than what the human body's white right. white blood cells. Or that technology is capable of keeping up. Completely. With vaccine creation, dissemination, and then there's the trans, the cross species transmission. Completely. Yeah. Uh, HIV is an example of this. Also yep. the flu, bird flu, mm-hmm. H1N1, avian. Yep. Uh, all that stuff. Pig flu. Pig flu. Swine flu. That's the one. That's it. I called it the pig flu. So yeah, I agree with you. I don't. I, mean, I don't think it'll ever be possible. I, I, yeah. It certainly will never be possible to fully eradicate all disease. No. Uh, I think, and I think I mean, as much as try. people think it's curing people now, as as was noted, it's philosophical. But you're only prolonging the inevitable. Everybody dies. We might live uh, 200 years. We might live 300 years in the future. Meta. But every. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Everybody's gonna die eventually. Yeah. So I mean, it, that, and that's it's the about, natural progression of life. It's about quality of life too. Completely. I mean, like, who wants to live with polio? No. no. And, and I know somebody, when I was growing up, a, a friend of mine's mom like contracted it and had it, and she lived with it. She's lived with it. Right. 
But it's been challenging for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, definitely. It, it is. It's it's something a, you can live with. It's just horrible. There's a lot of people. I mean, in the 60s, 1960 was a, a huge outbreak of polio, and yeah, there's plenty of people around from that were alive. And in that's 1960 that's where my it. friend's mom is from. That generation, exactly right. So I picked up my daughter today, and I thought I looked at her chubby little healthy face. Yeah, and I thought, and I said it out loud too. I am so glad that I don't have to worry about you getting polio. Right. Or mumps or measles or rubella rubella yeah just just everything in the mmr yeah and and everything else which by the way and is a TV. different mmr than you and i had i'm sure they've adjusted it i'm sure which is good yeah well that's what we should do we should be learning yeah as a society i mean i think that pretty much we, we just tipped our hand to everybody about how yeah. we feel about vaccines right and my I mean, wife pointed out today, I told her, I was sharing that thought with her, and, and yeah. she said, and that's that's why we got them vaccinated, because those mm-hmm. diseases are horrible. Right. And I mean, seeing some of this research and hearing firsthand accounts, because they're out there, of people who have gone through polio. Right. And reading about smallpox. Mm-hmm. No. And I definitely have an opinion about other people doing it or not doing it, but that's, who am I to tell you how to live your life? I don't know. I think you owe it to society to play along. Sure. And let's get rid of mumps and measles. Please, maybe we don't have to get the shot anymore. There yeah. are some harmful things in it. Maybe yeah. our kids' children won't have to be vaccinated because it's been eradicated. Hopefully, yeah. Anyway, I'll jump off of that. No, it's fine. Uh, so it was we're gonna have enough soapboxes. It's a nice soapbox. Two weeks. Yeah. Well, and frankly, that being said, good transition because ne- the next episode is de- definitely somewhat controversial. The one after that, even, even more controversial. More. Oh yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, I, I'm actually hoping to get Jimmy's perspective on that, considering his okay. strong opinion at the mere mention of the topic. Yeah. Um, so it's out there. That's right. Because you guys. Yeah, we did mention what we were doing this month because I, I kind of wanted him to mull it over and think about it. But yeah. uh, nonetheless, the next episode that I think you and I are still gonna do together regardless of the the episode following is uh the end of antibiotics yes which i've already done some research on and i gotta tell you there is it's scary it's terrifying actually like it's certainly a black hole you don't want to go down unless you're in a really good mood and you need to kick yourself down a couple pegs because it will do that i heard something really interesting on the radio that i'll be sharing don't don't give away the milk for free now wait make them listen make them wait it's great end of antibiotics that's what we're covering next uh next week but uh, in the meantime we we do have some other some other news regarding the podcast we were recently approved by google music so our podcast is now in their directory now we play both sides of the fence android lovers what do you think as we should I would I would say that this is Dustin's fault. At least that was who griped at me about it. But apparently he doesn't listen to our podcast, so he'll never hear this. I know. I saw that comment. What a jerk. Hurtful. I have to sit five feet from him most of the week when I'm actually home. <laughs> and he's so, so mean to me. That anyway, Dustin. you can still he's find us. He's never going to hear this. We should just Yeah, that's him. true. Yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> you jerk. Jerk. You can still find us on iTunes. We're surprisingly still on SoundCloud when I'm not in China and can actually get to it because it is definitely a site I can't get to in China simply. Unfortunate. Hey, unfortunate, I'll find a way. Much like life. Life finds a way. I will find a way. <laughs> we mentioned Jurassic Park more often than I think probably anything else. Oh, it's a brilliant... Have you read the book? Maybe I should. Here you go. Big spoiler. That's the episode I want to post. That is one of my favorite topics in the whole wide universe cool. of the world, and I'm going to repost that episode as part of my August, uh, I don't know, rerun. Your, your August choice. That's yes. cool. Okay, good. Yeah. That was a good one. I don't remember that much about that one. Well, then we'll have to listen to, listen to it again. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, so pod, podcast, you can get it right from our website. Yeah. You can get it on Google Play now. You can and have always been able to get it on iTunes mm-hmm. and from SoundCloud. Yeah. Or you can just click on the Facebook link and play it. Yes. Just 
stream it right there it's awesome right there for your listening ears yeah um so that being said comment on our facebook uh, speaking of algorithms and the body of algorithms facebook changes theirs every week too so uh that being said our posts don't get seen unless people comment on it and share it yeah so please 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 do it comment really help really help you know the only person so far who's done anything with our facebook other than ourselves and our wives and immediate friends that we've begged to post it's greg 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 you're the man greg yeah do it again Come on, Greg. You can help us. You don't know anything about medicine? I don't care. You're smart. Talk about uh, electrical synapses in the brain. That's electroshock therapy? Yeah, electroshock therapy. That's a thing. Sure is. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, tell your friends about how much you hate our podcast and how stupid we are. Please. (laughs) I don't care what you tell them. Tell them anything. Just tell tell them something. Tell them there's this really horrible podcast. You should never listen to it. With two terribly boring people. Just get the name right. Yeah. (laughs) Impossiblethingspodcast.com. That's it right there. Go to it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Visit impossiblethingspodcast.com to interact with the guys on Twitter, Facebook, and email. Questions, topic suggestions, corrections, and rants are always welcome. Also, find more episodes and see sources referenced in today's discussion. Impossiblethingspodcast.com for all things impossible. Impossible.